Another episode and another guest. I am so excited for today's guest. Good time goalie partner, first time for that, and roommate guy I lived with. He watched me grow up for a year. Uh, we we saw some crazy things together, and probably one of the greatest goalie partner I've ever had in my life. That's for sure. Uh, Tommy Adams. Tommy, how have you been, buddy? Good. How are you? How's it going? Oh, I'm doing great. Doing great. Um, Tommy, man, let's uh, let's just dive right into this thing, man. Uh, growing up, as you would often tell me, you were very, very good, and you were playing high school hockey in Minnesota. Um, why don't you just kind of break that down for us? What's it? What was it like, kind of growing up and playing in the top level programs and the highest level in Minnesota high school hockey? Well, being very good, that might be a slight exaggeration. Uh, very good at warming. Early, peaked early. Good at warming the bench is more like it. But it's pretty sick. You know, you go around and it's it's a big deal here. Uh, so we're kind of, it's the biggest sport here. Uh, so you, you go into some cities and it's the rink's full if you're good. Some cities are dumped. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty sick. You know, you play against some guys that end up actually being good and doing stuff other than the GMHL. Uh, <laughs> hey, don't, don't, uh, don't go too deep into that. We'll bring that uh, shit show of a league in later. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, you, you, you touched on it briefly. The, uh, the kind of the atmosphere that is high school hockey in Minnesota. Um, just kind of go into that. Like you said, some, some places are packed, some places are empty, just kind of, is that based off solely off like the the skill of the teams, or is that just kind of like the the fan value and the fan representation between these high schools? Just kind of just going more to like what was it like in playing? A lot of times, it, it a lot of it has to do with the school size. So I I went to a smaller school, so you know we would get two hundred people if we were lucky. But then you get these big powerhouse schools like the Wyzettas and Edinas, and they're packing thousands of people in a, a regular season game. So, I mean, why is that a versus Dinah? They're going to fill a large rink. Uh, and then you get to the state tournament, which is 19,000 people and just crunching everyone you can get in. But it, it, a lot of it has to do with the school size. Usually the bigger schools are better. Um, it all depends on the town. Yeah, no, that's that makes total sense. Kind of like... Uh, the like the D one programs, right? And bigger yeah. the school, the more D one programs or whatever. Um, no, you with your time in Minnesota and playing at Minnehaha, right? That's that's where you were. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if you played against him, but Jake Gensel was in your was in that loop. Those high school Minnesota teams. Did you ever play against him, or did you ever I, play against someone of like like you had said, a great skill, a great caliber? Um. In the summer, I played, you know, against not like Jake Gensel's quality, but I played against a lot, particularly the summer, a lot of guys that ended up playing D1. A um, couple of guys that, you know, are going around in the minor leagues. and and uh, But, yeah, no one as good as Jake Gensel. I, I wouldn't want to see him come and shoot on you, though, Tom. He'd score every time. That <laughs> would be a question. <laughs> Shout out the confidence of a bit, if that's possible. Only, only if I saved it with my head, <laughs> which you're very fond of. Um, no, so you had mentioned how many guys from that played D1, and it's it's a lot different in Minnesota than it is in 
in uh, Canada in terms of like the pressure. Not, not I guess not the pressure, but the focus of high school hockey. Like I played, I played on the hill, and we would play against not not Minnesota high school, but we'd play against uh, prep schools uh, like Avon and and then those ones. But I mean, the talent that you guys like Minnesota high school hockey is just remarkable. You get like like seven guys will eventually go either play D one, D three, or kind of get a sniff at like major junior. No. Yeah, I mean, especially when you play these bigger schools, it, it becomes sometimes like a, essentially a Division One hockey game when you got 13 guys committed between the two teams. And it's, you know, they, there's a lot of skill. It's a lot of skill that's condensed in a, kind of the metro and northern area. Um, so, <laughs> man, to relate this to the high school hockey that I had. That's not high my, school hockey. No, man, like... Uh, my school got suspended for two years from having a high school hockey team because they played a guy that graduated the year before and won the championship, and then they found out like three months later that he didn't go to the school anymore. So that's the quality of high school hockey that I have in BC. That's So my school, my second year, my last year before I went to juniors, we got in similar trouble. Uh in high school here, you're not allowed to billet kids. Um, and our girls team was really good. Our boys team, we were average, you know, we were better than average. Uh, girls 100% team, the girl was better than you. Oh, yeah. Well, they fuck, They were going to state, right? And oh, they all right. Shit pumped the team right before going to state, like 7-1. to one. And then conveniently, after they pumped that team, it came out that like three quarters of our school was billeting. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we the, the girls got booted from the state tournament, and then we got like it was our top two lines or something were disqualified and couldn't play in the section. So then we just got pumped. Have you? Uh, did you ever experience those like crazy road trips or playing against those like the all high school hockey team, uh, hockey hair team, or anything uh, like that? You can share with our viewers. No, that's what good kids did. You got the wrong guy in here if you wanted good high school hockey stories. Uh, <laughs> there's obviously some pretty sick flow. If you come from Minnesota, you got to have flow. But no, I mean we didn't. I mean we did road trip occasionally, but basically until you get to state tournament, you're playing pretty much your local team. Uh, makes sense. Makes sense. Um, Jack, we could put you on that all flow team right now, hey? Fucking majestic hair right no. now. Gary, yeah, you're not- homeless. <laughs> It's recommended. Slightly better looking version of Patrick Line. That's that's uh, what I'm going with. Sure. And I've I've shown you the mullet I rocked when I was like younger, right? Uh, oh, of course. There's there's nothing ever like that similar to that haircut and no, style I, you had going. The the ginger mullet is uh, another level, I'd say. <laughs> let's uh, Tom. Let's transition to. Where you met me and the Meaford Knights. Why the fuck would you move from Minnesota all the way to northern uh, Barrie in Meaford, Ontario? Can you explain that decision for us? Well, as you know, I was quite injury prone. That was my <laughs> second year of juniors. I, I came off my first year of juniors, missed most of it. Uh, and then um, Danny Smith calls me out of the blue. Dr. Seuss? Yep. It's, and, I, and he's like, yeah, like we want you. 
And, you know, it's not many teams are that interested in a guy that missed 35 games the year prior. Little did they know that they were going to get a bunch of that the year that I came there. But he's like, we want you, and you're going to compete for a number one or number two spot. And I, le- I remember the conversation. I was like, well, can I have my jersey number 30? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, fuck it, I'll sign. And That's all it took, Tom. Yeah, I, I wasn't hard. It was, wasn't a hard sell. I just wanted a good billet and my jersey number. And uh, that's all it took to get me to fucking Meaford. What a place that was. <laughs> Middle of nowhere. Man, living with Hunt and Cornick. Uh, man, I loved living with Hunt. What did you think of it? Well, so it was pretty sick. Uh, when you moved in, it became sick. Before you moved yeah. in, it was really awkward. Yeah, I think it's it would be a great time to actually have a hunt and speak on this. Hunt, what was it like living with Tom? <laughs> you don't want my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, what's going on, buddy? How's it going, Hunt? Good, bud. How you been? Good. Uh, I remember my very first day moving in with you two jokers. And very first thing Tommy says to me, can you please make our team so I don't have to live with this fucker upstairs? Yeah. <laughs> Tom, what was what was your first reaction of me when uh, when I came for that first practice? Well, so we had I forget the clown's name. And <laughs> so by the time you got there, I think we were on like our fourth goalie that had cycled through. I mean, they were just dishing. But some kid he comes in, he's like eating tuna and sugar and running laps around the backyard. Uh, wasn't me. It wasn't me. That no, was wasn't Gary. And he got cut right out of camp before Gary got there. And then, and then there was some other kid who was just like brutal and he needed beach balls on the ice. And that comes a lot when I call you brutal because I wasn't very good. And I was starting over him. But he's like talking shit in the locker room before. And Gary shows up. I was like, God, I hope this kid doesn't suck so that this other kid's gone. <laughs> Whenever your very first interaction with someone and they say, don't suck, that's, well, that's always good. That's always good. It was like, hey, it was a confidence booster. It's like <laughs> to know what needed to happen. Uh, no, absolutely. Um, no, the, the very first night, I remember when I moved in, uh, I think we were watching Step Brothers. And I was up in my room, probably doing something stupid. And... You, Tommy comes up to my room and is like, oh, do you, you want to come watch a movie with us? And then, it, like, the total random new kid comes in. I still look like I'm 15. And that was my very first impression of Tom. I was like, oh, easily a great guy. Fucking living the dream. That's all you got to do. Let's, uh, I think we should dive into some of the stories and kind of relive some of the uh, the crazy times that we had. What is this show rated? Is it rated R or... Uh... Yeah. Tom, <laughs> there is no filter. No filter. I want you to say whatever you want. Because most of me for the whole year was rated R. <laughs> <laughs> Where should we begin, Tom? I want you to kick it off. Fuck, I don't know. We There's lots of shit we did. <laughs> Fuck. Well, you weren't there, but fucking... The kid who lived upstairs, like, first night, I was sitting in the car drunk, underage at that point. Fucking cops come. Pull, oh, it was Chance McClain. Pull him out of the car. <laughs> That's a big name drop. Eh? Just, yeah. just humiliate him. 
He will yeah. listen to this. Fucking pulls him out of the car. They're like searching, asking if we're drinking. I'm like, no, sir, never. <laughs> oh, Tom, Tom, you're the worst drunk too. You can't hide it at all. I know. I was we hardly sitting upright, half puking. <laughs> oh man, I remember uh, just so many experience i think i grew uh not grew i aged probably four years in maturity that year just ex- yeah, you definitely didn't grow exper- <laughs> experiencing living with you two guys um yeah. no it's uh i think i think we should go in a little bit of the the pregame witch rules tom and i had and then i had hunter in there too but the uh tom your perspective from a goalie's view was mine that weird Yes, the weirdest I've ever seen. And mine was not considered normal. First game that Gary's playing, I hear like a stick fucking whacking against the wall. Gary's doing like ninja moves over there with a stick. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I was focusing. I was focusing. Yeah. (laughs) I was getting ready to warm the bench. I was real loose. Davis tried talking to me once, and I wasn't even listening to him. I was in my zone. And then he looked at you, hun, and you're just shaking your head. You're like, don't even bother. <laughs> don't, yeah, it's not even worth it. Why wouldn't you talk to anyone? I don't understand. I was in my zone, man. I was focused. I was ready to go. You literally only talked to Tommy. Yeah, yeah, Tommy, and I, a little bit to you, but that was limited. I, no. I usually wasn't that focused until right before the game. I was like, living the dream. Except Tommy. for, you remember fucking Warren Latimer? <laughs> fucking. I'm half playing like out of my fucking mind once, which was rare. And then he walks by, he goes, yeah, you're 34 for 35. Keep it going. <laughs> I'm like, no. That was Last the- thing to say to a goalie. I was, that was such mind fucking. And he was such a great guy and meant nothing by it. I was like, fuck. <laughs> oh man. No, what, there is living in Meaford will, uh, It'll change you. Um, I remember when I got there in that pink room with the the baby carriage, just My thinking to myself, room. thinking to myself after I got cut from twenty three teams, what the fuck am I doing here, man? What is this? Yeah, Tommy sounds about right. There. The same scenario: get cut from twenty three teams, end up in a pink room with a baby carriage. <laughs> a creepy out. baby carriage. There was a doll in there too. There was yeah. a doll when I moved in. Yeah, that was my old room. I couldn't get out of there fast enough. Oh, yeah. The second uh, the other guy left, fucking Tommy jumped right in the other room. Yeah. No, but you should have seen the cult the cult Christian camp they sent me and Hunt to. That was when I was like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> the what? The, we went to like a cult Christian training camp. Yeah, our training camp was at like a little Christian like summer camp thing. I managed yeah. to dodge that both years. Yeah. Um, both years. God. Yeah, the second oh, year, I was bad. still miserable in Buffalo before but that happened. You loved it so much, you went back for a second year. Yeah, yeah, I had no other choices. They couldn't keep Gary away. Gary's a meat legend. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> your jersey going in the banners? Hey, I told I told Nate, I'm like, when Hunt and I get our jerseys numbered retired, I want that ceremony to happen. Yeah, fucking Nate. I, I called him drunk recently. Or, no, it was Darren. It was Darren or Nate. I can't remember which one I called drunk recently. Uncle D, I think it was. <laughs> oh, man. Um, 
I, I want to touch on one final thing when we close this up. But, Tom, explain why everyone calls you a sloth. Well, so it's another Dr. Seuss, Danny Smith story. So I drive fucking 30 hours to get to bumfuck nowhere Meaford. <laughs> I had probably fucking made that drive. Yeah, I, I don't. I probably should have turned around at Detroit, but um, <laughs> I get there. My hair is a mess because I've been sleeping in my car. Probably haven't showered in, since I left Minnesota. Uh, Danny Smith, he offers me some bagged milk. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then, and then we're like, he's like, oh yeah, and I got to take your picture. So I'm like half dead. I look like a cloth <laughs> anyway. I look like a cloth anyway. But when I like that picture. Like, my head's tilted. My hair is, like, straight up. Uh, yeah, it was, like, probably the best picture of my life. But, uh, yeah, that's how it started. And it stuck, too. I mean, the yeah. way you lived in your room. Uh, can you yeah. explain the things that you would collect in your room, Tom? Usually just spitters because I just chewed nonstop because I had to deal with me for that's how he coped with being in a town population 5,000 well that and then you got the Slovakian Mashka whatever his name was Mate and he he always had this like foreign chew stuff too that he was giving me it was or tubs of chew and but yeah it was mostly spitters Fuck and buddy, you're leaving like bowls of milk in there too. Yeah, cups of milk. There was That's cups right. of milk when changing was, colors. When I was half yeah. dead, I like left milk up in my room once. <laughs> oh man, Todd, I remember. Oh, go ahead, hon. I was gonna say like that one cup of milk was up there for like months. Oh <laughs> my god, I remember one night I was about to fall asleep. I was watching Friends, and. Tommy comes in my room. He's like, Jack, I want you to watch this with me. I was like, oh, this this could be so many different things that's about to go down. And then he turns it on, and it's like the cop's version of paramedics. And we watched that for about a, an hour and a half because, he, he, Tom, you were fucking hooked on this yeah, show. Yeah, was good. I don't fucking remember what that was called. It was some Canadian show that I found up there. I was like, this is fucking sick. And they were showing, like, people, like, like stab wounds, gunshot wounds. Like I don't know what this show was, but it was so like it was like some Vancouver shit stuff that happens in Canada. I guess that doesn't happen in America. America's utopia. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, no violence ever. So Tom, why don't you um, final final question we got here? But why don't you kind of break down the uh, last ever practice that you had playing hockey? I don't fucking remember it because I got caught. I, don't I remember I remember it like it happened yesterday. Tom and I were getting ready before practice, and he goes, I think I'm going to throw a flying poke check today. <laughs> oh, no. I remember saying that too. I, I'm going to throw a flying poke check. I instantly look at him. I'm like, Tom, you cannot do this, man. You're going to get injured. He's like, no, no, no. It's going to be great. So we, do, we do warm-ups, and he's in my end because you're the only goalie I want to share the net with. I want to fucking – can't get can't talk to uh, Tyson, but uh, so you and, I, you and I you and I are going back and forth, and you're I'm you just get into the net. I think it's probably the fifth shot of practice, and there's a loose puck coming down, and then you do the hashik, and then I forget which forward it was, but he goes flying Bo. over your head. Bo, Bo? yeah, it was it was Bo, right? And then Tom's head snaps back, like it was it wasn't like gory or anything or graphic like that, but you could just see. Your head is not supposed to bend like that. 
and instantly our, our trainer, Darren, knew, oh, okay, he, he needs to get off. This is enough for him. And then <laughs> dark room time, Tom. Yeah, I was in the dark room for a while. Love the dark room. Yeah, I was always in the dark room. And, and the funny part, well, the kind of shitty part about that is I had just recovered from my first concussion of the season. <laughs> uh, played one game, thought I was sick because I actually got in the net and won. Uh, against some dog shit team too, but I remember. Oh, it's against Cornick whenever he got traded. <laughs> oh, the fucking Shelburne fucking. Yeah, they threw me in Shelburne the night they traded Cornick, and then I and then like the day after I like broke my head. <laughs> <laughs> Brain with scrambled eggs, seeing yeah. spots. <laughs> um man we played in some remote places places you, you didn't even think existed let alone oh Sturgeon Falls, Falls. Shelburne we had uh the Grey Highlands was it we're playing hey, a- hey, hey. <laughs> Shelburne's not that bad oh uh, it's home home of Hunt it's Hunt's home of the new Muskies, home buddy that is the worst drink I've ever played in, in my life <laughs> <laughs> that is an embarrassment to hockey <laughs> no, it's not as bad as that fucking Great County rink. Oh, that no, that one was worse. You're right. With the fucking curling circles on yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! Like like the grip circles. Yeah. What? Yeah, I think so. Oh. I was yeah, like the, the bumps on the ice. I, no, that's where I got my first junior win. If you want to call that league an actual junior league. Well, didn't we win, like, th- that team we had to have be- beaten, like, 12 to nothing. Yeah, we beat them 8-1. Oh, yeah, How do you got that? Like, didn't you? Four goals. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, didn't you, get a, didn't you get a hat trick? Yeah, I think I shot all of them from the red line. <laughs> well, that's where that kid that was chirping me ended up. That kid that we cut for Gary ended up in Gray County, and I wanted to fight him. But Which kid? Weldon, or whatever his name was. Remember that kid? Oh, yeah, then they folded two weeks later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, that oh, you can't make that shit up. See, Hunt's not a suitcase. Hunt never got cut. He was just a captain. He came right into juniors. He became a captain. Can you fix your dog? <laughs> fix your dog. Like fucking hamsters. He's fucking hamsters. No, this thing's worse than the hamsters because it's just annoying. <laughs> You don't think those fucking hamsters are annoying? <laughs> They're eating each other. I didn't have to sleep by them. You had to sleep downstairs on your pull-out by them. Well, I slept on a fucking pull-out for like six months. <laughs> hey, that was the best pull-out I've ever laid on. <laughs> Dude, this thing like, fell apart after the first month. <laughs> yeah, it did. Pretty sure Gary broke it. Yeah, Gary definitely broke it. Yeah, yeah, I'm so happy. I remember one time Hunt wanted to just kill me because I was <laughs> drunk. I was so drunk, and me and Gary stole his blanket for some reason, and he wanted to fucking kill us. <laughs> that was so bad. I'm, I'm moving. <laughs> I'm not living with two goalies. Dude, I couldn't do it. And then I was also living with Cornick. He was worse than both of us. He just sat and talked to that girl. Dude, he just stayed oh, in his room. He's quiet. He's quiet, doing his own thing. Yeah, yeah. I can't do that. I have to. Well, I couldn't hang out with two goalies every day. Holy fuck! <laughs> yeah, that was that, is, a tough, that is tough. 
Oh my god, brutal. And they're two different guys too. Like I don't know how they're friends. <laughs> <laughs> two complete clowns. You remember really Gary? Well, we would go to the gym and Gary would be so serious. And after my first concussion, I knew I was going nowhere. I was a GMHL all-star for life. I thought I was going to play four more years. It didn't happen. I would just, like, walk around and patrol the weight room, pick up a weight here and there. And Gary Curly, Curly. Like, 500-pound squats, and I'm sitting there like, oh, yeah, let me get, like, one rep of those. Oh, I'm good for the day. You'd go and play hockey, ball hockey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or a thunder in the gym. They probably thought we were a bunch of rugrats. <laughs> oh man! Oh, it's off. Well, well said, man. Well said. Um, I want to jump to the uh, kind of the, the ending segment we have here. It's a little more like personal questions. But what was uh, your favorite experience living with Hunt and I? Um. Well, the partying, uh, Halloween. We all dressed up as. Uh, I don't remember what we dressed up as. Minions. 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 Yeah. yeah. And Gary was puking all over the sidewalk. And <laughs> for some reason, for some reason, we went to Toronto the next day to Gary's house or Jack's house or whatever you want to call it. But uh, <laughs> whatever your name is, his, your dad goes, Jack, have you been drinking? And Jack goes, no. And he goes, <laughs> booze on you. Like you're sweating booze. That was, that was a good one. Yeah, that was the first time I actually got drunk. I remember it was Hunt and Moshka pouring that vodka skull and orange <laughs> juice down my throat. Yeah, at the owner's house. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the what, what's his what's her face? What's her name? <laughs> the Swiss one. I forget her name. They're both Sabine Swiss and DDA. What? Sabine and DDA. That's uh Yeah, that, great people, great people. Um Tom, next question. Uh, craziest pregame ritual you've ever seen? Oh, it's definitely you slamming your stick against the wall. I wasn't slamming my stick against the wall. Against the ground or something. You're, I, I just hear smacking. It's definitely your stick. Or you, uh, I can't. I don't even remember this. I like. Oh, prob. I don't know. Probably. Probably. I guess. Stuff in the hey, corner. You just too. fucking warming up for when you slash that guy in the teeth. Yeah, that that might be my favorite junior memory too. When I ended that guy's dental career. Yeah, and then I'm like full conked, but because you everyone was hurt, and then you got suspended mid game. They're like, Tommy, go finish the last thirty seconds. I'm like, all right, I hope I don't get hit in the head. Darren's like, I hope you don't hit in that either. Or, well, that was well, that was suspension number two for you. Yeah, I missed um, twenty one games that year. <laughs> was suspension twenty one games? Yeah, between my concussion and then the the the, con- uh, the suspension. How many? Sus- did you get suspended twice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like first home game of the season, he knocked that guy's teeth out for running him. No, the first game, first game, I threw two punches, got suspended eight games. The second suspension, that's when I took the guy's teeth out. I think I took two out, and then he wore a cage the rest of the year. Yeah, I didn't know. He didn't want to fuck with me. Uh, <laughs> Tom, you got you Robin go? Lehner in that over there. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> um, Tom, out of all the places you've played, what's uh, your favorite rink you've ever played in? Meaford. Oh, definitely the Meath Show with the Queen. 
watching over me, making sure I played the puck. Me and McQueen became good friends right here. Ah, uh, that was so weird. That oh man, I don't know which queen. What what queen was it? Queen, queen Elizabeth. England. Yeah. You're, you're Canadian. That's like England. You're basically a United Kingdomer. All right, thanks, thanks Tom. Tommy, don't hate on the Queen, man. Come on. Yeah, Queen's the no, shit. We are about hundred years old. But America number one. Tom, uh, which uh, which player do you think we should have on this podcast? Well, I was going to say Hunter, but now that he's on it, uh, I don't know. I mean, you've kind of peaked at the podcast. This is rock bottom for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is like an hour that your viewers will never get back to their life. <laughs> no substance. And it didn't help their life. I thought this was supposed to be like some kind of fitness podcast, too. <laughs> Like me on a fitness, I'm like not the epitome of fitness. You're I a fucking milk big, bud. I fucking drink beer and chew like six times a week. So you're, mean, you're the epitome of health. Yeah, I do. But hey, it's all natural, no organic fuel. <laughs> you 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 look like Achilles when you take your shirt off. <laughs> it's a dad bod. It's in style. <laughs> hey, I hear those are a hit in America. They are. The American ladies love them. Uh, on the, Tom. I'm not on the Michelle Obama diet, if you, if you wanted to know. I'm on the McDonald's and Taco Bell diet. The fat bastard diet? <laughs> That's the sloth diet, eh? It's the sloth diet. Job. Sleeping and eating. It's all he does. Basically. Do you still sleep for like 18 hours a day? No, that was only conked me because I couldn't do anything. You're like, you want to watch TV? Darren goes, nope, you can't. You want to drink beer? Nope, you can't. All fun things to do in Canada. What are you supposed to do? Drink. <laughs> All right, Tom. Thank, thank you, Hunt. Thank you, Tom, for coming on. Uh, great interview. Uh, ton, tons of laughs. Always nice chatting with you two guys. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, the podcast is over after this episode. Wait, what's this podcast even called? <laughs> It's the kind of something they follow me on Instagram.